to New Year's Eve Day, December 31st, 2019, the first day of the rest of your life. If you're watching this for the first time, welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and hold on one second. I am thankful that I have wine. Hi, Katie. <laughs> Cheers. Happy New Year's. I just said hi to myself. Somebody on my page must be being me right now. Hmm. Hi, Ms. Catherine. Hi, you guys. It's good to see you. So, I got Sherpy, and I titled this show, How to Get Things to Show Up. Hint, conclusions don't work. Hi, Wesley. Hi, Manuela. Happy New Year's. Yay! I'm excited. I'm just excited that it's a new day. You know what? I'm serious. I had so much fun at Christmas time. I went and saw my family for the first time in a long time, but I'm telling you, after the presents were opened on Christmas Day, I was like ready, I was done for, I was ready for something else. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it won't let me be me, it's Katie. Okay, so today Katie is played by Crystal Crawford CF. All the comments made by Crystal Crawford CF are actually Katie Kelly. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad you guys are here, hi Paula. Um, so today's topic, how to get things to show up. Hey, hint, conclusions don't work. And I'm gonna put a disclaimer on this whole episode. Hi, Mr. Mr. Sligorsky. Hey, uh, Ellen, will you check your messenger? I need, somebody needs you. Um, okay, I'm putting a caveat and a disclaimer on this episode that is gonna tell you right now, there is no way in hell I have this topic sorted out, figured out, or anything. But what I do have is a lot of really fucking great questions and a bit of information that I'm starting to incorporate into my world on this topic of getting things to show up, right? Because typically what we do with the new year, I don't know if you guys are doing resolutions anymore, but you know, this is what we do today, right? We sit down, we look at our year, we're like, this year I'm gonna, and, and I think a lot of us on this live are probably over that by now, but there is still this tendency in my world to look at the beginning of something and go, well, what would I like to get out of this? And I really love that. And so what I've been, I, if you guys have been following any of my stuff, I've been asking a lot of questions around what are the choices that I have that make life worth living? And not just my life, but like life in general. Um, what choices do I have that nobody else has available to them? Um, what are the choices that I have available that would inspire me? I just wonder with you guys if there's anywhere in your world where the, the typical conversations of losing weight and making more money and you know living in a nicer place and driving a nicer car are fine and you may not even be there yet but are getting boring and so it, it doesn't have to be that that's true for you like this could I could be speaking to myself and speaking to a whole other half of you but at the end of the day regardless of what it is you'd like to show up how do you do that what are the ways that things show up for you and um, I've got people messaging me all over the place that are just confused. So anyway, forgive me while I look at my computer. And I had a bunch of you, um, <laughs> I'm so glad you're grateful, Marlias. I had a bunch of you write in about stuff that you're asking for this year that I get to play with, and I'm so excited. Um, so we're gonna play with that today with some of these tools that I'm playing with. So I, I did a class last night with Stephanie, and Stephanie is one of those friends in my world that continues to open up this area of my life. And I don't know about you, but I have been and can be easily a conclusion queen. And what I mean by that is going to the conclusion of what it's gonna take to make something show up. So for example, so I've been asking for and looking at and creating and making choices towards um, 
having a like doubling the revenue in my business right a five hundred thousand dollar revenue business okay um, with the targets of like a million dollar business two million dollar business and so so I've been making different choices right as with that as a as a choice not even a desire but with that as a choice there's different uh, things sh there's different awarenesses showing up so what I've been asking myself is if I were creating a business that's going to be around in 50 years and 500 years uh, what would I choose okay so that's one of the ways that you can start to get awareness around choices you can be making that will support a future okay with so many of these things in our life we tend to go after the the short-term thing right like I don't even know let's take losing weight as an example actually you know what let's do this let's go um, I got some people sending me in stuff they're asking for this year so I want to play with this and by the way you guys I'm doing a class like right after this live somebody's gonna put a link in the comments if you want to come play with us hey Deborah I saw your question on Facebook but I'm live so I couldn't answer it um, but Deborah signed up to be a part of the class that's happening right after this live and what we're doing is five calls so ask choose and pull is what the class is called um, okay cool anyway so you're invited um, somebody will put a link in here if you want to come play it's only 150 bucks 120 if you live in the 80% countries and whatever in the 65% countries but I tell you that to say that this particular conversation is just the tiny tiny tip of the conversation and you can use what I'm about to tell you in this conversation to begin changing your life. So the first thing is that when you're asking for stuff to not go to conclusion about how it's going to show up. Now, that's really easy to say. <laughs> don't go to conclusion. Make a demand of yourself that you don't go to conclusion. But what does that mean? And what are your tools to actualize stuff? Okay, so here's one of a list of things that people are asking for. So um, Christy emailed in and she's asking for clarity joy, fun, travel, love, and gratitude for my body, more clients, and more money than I can imagine possible, and my sex drive to come back. Okay, so that, I mean basically all the things. Christy wants all the things. Does anybody else on here want all the things? Okay, great. So, so part of this is really, really great because to actualize a different life, you have to start getting clear on the energies of what you'd like your life to be. And there is this clearing, I've probably mentioned it 18,000 times, but I'm not letting it go. It's what would it take for me to be willing to live the energy of what I'd like my life to be so that it can show up for me in totality and everything that doesn't allow it and all the thoughts and feelings and emotions and no sex I'm using to absolutely refuse and reject my life and the energy I'd like my life to be, I destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, online, shorts, boys and beyonds. And if you're pretty new to access consciousness, you can go check out theclearingstatement.com and learn what that phrase is and what it does. Um, so that is one of the, my favorite tools to begin starting to get the energy of what you'd like your life to be. One of the things that I discovered as I was doing that 30 times a day for 30 days, which is what Gary tells you to do, and if you do it, it will change your life, was I started to get this really strong sense of the energy that I'd like my life to be. And the things that didn't match just simply wouldn't catch. It, like they just wouldn't hook, they couldn't stay in my world if they didn't match that energy. And the thing about everything you really and truly desire to create is one, they have energies to them. And if you're not congruent with what you're asking for, if the energy that you're asking for isn't congruent with the thing that's coming out of your mouth, it won't show up. 
And so what this clearing starts to do is it starts to get the energies clear in your world of what would it take for me to be willing to live them? And, you know, and everything I'm doing to refuse it, to refuse it, destroy and uncreate it. And I've loved the comments that are coming through from all the people that have done this clearing because it's fucking life changing. Um, so that's thing number one. Um, thing number two is, so I did a list last night when I was playing with Stephanie in this actualization class and I play with this all the time. And I started making a list of my things, right? Like, uh, here, I'll, I'll share this with you if I can get to it. Oh yeah, okay. So what I started putting on my list were the things that like, I knew right off the top that I thought I wanted. I knew right off the top what I thought I wanted. That's correct, okay? And um, so here was my, so, here, so I, my list started with, I am asking for a horse, which by the way, every time I ask for a horse, it shows up right away and I keep saying no, that's hilarious. A house that I love, which I'm actually living in right now. <laughs> and then it went into um, never enough money. This was my list. Never enough money and always too much to spend. A planet without judgment. The leaders of the world being aware and creating from consciousness. The availability of the tools in every corner of the world. And them being commonplace. Um, and I think there was a couple more things. Okay, so I made this list of like six or eight things. And what I was looking at when I was... Um, Oh, that's so cool. That energy of what I'd like my life to be clearing actualized a year of healing training. Well, that's terrible. That's awesome. So what I, what I started to do with the list that I made, because what I was asking myself is what are, the, what are the bigger things I can ask for? Now, here's the thing about that question is nine times, 9.10 times out of 10, what are the bigger things I can ask for has a judgment in it, right? You've already decided that what you have been asking for isn't big enough and you need to ask bigger, and you've decided what bigger is. And that's exactly what I was doing when I did my list, and I kind of knew it, but I did it anyway because I wanted to just see what unraveled. So I'm looking at my list, and one of the first things that I did with my list is I asked, is that mine, yes or no? Now this is that tool of who does it belong to. This, the conversation in Access Consciousness is that you're aware, you know and you know way more than you let yourself know, and, you and, and every time you allow yourself to know and be and perceive and receive, your life works. Every time you're cutting any of that shit off, your life doesn't work. So, we give you this tool of, hey, who does that belong to? Who does that feeling belong to? Who does that depression belong to? Who does that anger belong to? Who does that, who does that desire belong to? Is another really great question, because guess what? Your aware abilities, your psychic abilities, don't cut off at negative things. They go into all the positive things too, just to give things some labels for a second. So you can easily be functioning from you want a Lamborghini when you don't give a fuck about having a Lamborghini, right? So that's one of the first things that I played with when I made my list is like, hey, who does this belong to? Is this mine or someone else's? And the first two things were someone else's, which was interesting. The second thing that I did with my list is I looked and I, as I read through it, I paid attention to the energy of the thing. So for example, as I was reading Never Enough Money and Always Too Much to Spend, A Planet Without Judgment, The Leaders of the World Being Aware and Creating from Consciousness, those are all really great things. Like they're great things to ask for. But as I read them, they had no energy to them. They didn't do anything in my body. They didn't have a sense of lightness to them. It wasn't like, they just went kind of, mm. they kind of, you know, fell over. It, there just was nothing there. And that was my second clue that perhaps these things weren't actually mine. And I was asking for something I had decided was better than what I truly desired to ask for. So I started asking, so I started making an additional list. And 
part of the conversation that we had last night in this actualization class that I'm going to be bringing a lot more into this next five days is what are the elements of the things that you are asking for? What are the elements? So that's thing number one. Thing number two is how much judgment am I using to not choose what I actually desire to choose? Am I choosing? And that's a crazy question. That's a crazy formed sentence. But how much judgment am I using to not choose what I actually would like to choose? Am I choosing? And everything that is times a gazillion will you destroy and create all that. Right, wrong, good, bad, puck, puck, online, shorts, boys, man. So here was try number three on my list, okay? Friends that I love, so much money, people knowing, that just lights me up, people knowing, too much laughter, too much money, and too much joy. And for me, those are the elements of a life worth living. Now what's really interesting about those elements, when you look and you extrapolate out of those elements what can show up from a life that's lived from ease, joy, and glory, is it begins to create a world without judgment. It actually begins to invite, by the leader that I'm willing to be in choosing that, it invites all of the other willing leaders around me to choose something different. It begins to create these other things that I had been very specific about from the elements of them, but it also allows the universe to contribute to me in ways that I can't figure out, in ways that can show up so much greater than anything I would ever specifically ask for from any reference points I have in my head. So here's another clearing that you can begin to run is how many reference points am I using to lock myself out of the life I truly desire to create am I choosing? And everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy it and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, online, shorts, boys, beyond. How many reference points am I using to lock myself out of the life I would truly like to choose? Am I choosing? And everything that is times a godzillion, we need to destroy it and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, online, shorts, boys, beyond. So I took you through my moment yesterday so that as you are starting to make, if you do a list, you don't have to do a list, um, but if you do, and I'm trying to find my email here, like, for example, what I'm asking for next year, what Christy's asking for is clarity and joy and fun and travel and love and gratitude for my body, more clients and more money than I can imagine possible, and my sex drive to come back, right? So the first thing you want to ask is, hey, who does that belong to, me or someone else? Someone else. Okay, take it off the list. Who does that belong to, me or someone else? Someone else. Take it off the list. But then look at things that you're asking for, like more clients and more money, okay? Is there anything that you've decided more clients and more money will get you? Because here's the thing with asking for conceptual things. That sounds specific only because we give money a form in our heads, right? We give money. Money is green if you live in the U.S. It is multicolored if you live in Australia or Canada. Money has a form in most of our worlds, which is why we tell you to go through the How to Become Money workbook so that you can begin to just melt all of the forms and structures that you've given money. Because money is just an energy... But usually when we're asking for more money, we don't even know what it is that is creating for us. We just like the concept of more money. And so it's looking now at what's the life you'd like to have? Do you want to just never have stress about money? Would you like money to be a joyful thing? Um, one of the things Stephanie brought up yesterday that I just loved is she's like, what would it take for my house to have so much money that my house is a joyful place to be? You know, she bought this really big, beautiful house, so it has a lot of big ticket items that it requires of her. What would it take to have so much money that her house is a joyful place to be? That is a now an energy that the universe can contribute to, and she hasn't delineated a path that that money comes from. 
which is where we kill what it is that can actually show up in our lives is we delineate a path. So for example, when I'm asking for more, more money and I've already delineated that it needs to come from my access consciousness facilitation business, which is where you guys come in, then all of a sudden I need you to buy from me so that I can have this thing over here and when you don't buy from me, then I can't have that thing. And all of a sudden I've destroyed every single possibility that could possibly show up from any other direction because I decided something. Like what would it be like to ask for never enough money and always too much to spend for at least $500,000 in the bank and, and work that creates this sense of joy and fun and creation and ease? They're no longer linked together. And in truth, they aren't linked together. That's the thing. We just keep thinking they are. We keep thinking that our job or our lack of job is the source of creation or our business or our lack of business is the source of creation, but it's not. You are. And what you're willing to be and choose and ask for and pull into your world is the, you are the source of all of that. So when you say I want more money, but the energy behind it is this very clear, unclear, muddled thing of like, I have no idea why I want more money. I don't even like money. I hate money. Money can't show up in your world. When the energy of it is, God, God, what would it take to have so much joy with money? What would it take for money to be the thing that I look forward to creating and having? That's a different energy. And that can now show up in your world in the way that it shows up when it shows up. Okay, so let's go into somebody. So then Debbie messaged me too and she said, I'm asking what my body needs in order to release this weight. So is anybody looking at changing their body this year? Well, it's January 1st, it's a very common thing. I am too. Um, so she's asking, I'm asking what my body needs in order to release this weight. I'm already doing everything right with food and exercise, but it seems to want to hang on for dear life. As an aside, I'm also asking what it would take for my body to like drinking water or for my consciousness to remember to do it. And again, you're gonna find these areas of your life where you're possibly functioning from eight or 8,000 different conclusions. Like, okay, so the conclusion that your body requires copious amounts of water. I'm not saying your body doesn't require water. I'm not even saying I drink enough water. I'm not saying anything of the sort. What I'm asking you to look at when you are asking for these things is, are there any conclusions in what I've just asked for that would keep me from receiving it? Yes or no? Are there any conclusions in what I just asked for that would keep me from receiving it? Okay. If you get a yes, just go, okay, well, what is it that I'd actually like to have with my body? What have I, I decided that this kind of food and this kind of exercise is going to create for me? Now it isn't creating that for me, so there is something else required. So what is it that I'm attempting to create via this particular path that isn't creating what I'd like to have? What is it that I'd like to have? Do I want total ease with my body? Do I wanna just love being in my skin? Um, would I like to have a trimmer, slimmer body? Have I ever considered just asking my body what that would take? You know, have I ever involved my body in this, in this thing or have I just like, I've just, you know, implemented and caused and uh, there's a word I can't find, but you know, like put on my body what it is I've decided it's gonna take, right? And that's where you kill what can show up because you've delineated the pathway and it can't actually come to you from that pathway. Now, people have created different bodies from food and exercise. I'm not saying that's not, I mean, you can create stuff with that. What's it gonna take for you to have what you'd like to have? 
because you aren't that other person and you aren't that other body, right? You and your body are a totally different cocktail. And so this, so a lot of this actualizing, not a lot, all of it, all of actualizing the life that you'd like to have is about beginning to get awareness of how things work for you. How do things show up for you? Now, some of these areas you may not have a lot of practice in. Like um, my body, I'm, I've said this before, but like I've been really good at like either being a full-on triathlete with nutrition degree, you know, with all the points of view that come with that. I'm not bashing that because I loved it. I'm good at that. And I'm good at like dropping all of it. I've kind of got both extremes. What I've, I've played some in the area of question and I play some on it, but to truly create a change, I really haven't engaged fully with my body. It's not, it's not something that I've really chosen. And how do I know? Because I know when I engage with something. And this is what I want to invite you to look at is you know when you engage with something. You know when you're like, oh no, this is changing now. It changes. And that is the other thing, ask, choose, pull. That's why I call this class Ask, Choose, Pull, because there are not separate elements. Choosing to create something different with my body will create something different with my body, and my body and the universe will contribute. It will also bring up awarenesses of what I can choose to create a change, right? Like, um, there are, there's, there's a lot of things in our life that do require you to choose other things for them to show up different. I've talked about this, uh, I feel like 84 places, but I'm in the process right now of reconfiguring and recreating the back end systems of my business right now, from the team that I'm playing with to the financial aspects of it. And it's a multiple step process. And so if I had started and I'd gotten overwhelmed or I'd just like, oh, I can't do it, this is too much, then it would never have gotten done. It's, it's one of those things that won't, you know, like my ex-husband used to say, this cock ain't gonna suck itself. Like it's one of those things that just, you know, it ain't gonna happen unless somebody, somebody does it, right? And uh, so, so what I've been playing with with myself is all these different areas of life that are multi-step processes, like writing a book, even though that could be any kind of number of steps, I happen to want to write the thing and not do a transcription, so that's a multi-step process. Um, it, reconfiguring all the finances on the back end, creating something different with my body, all of these are multi-step processes that can go as they go, the way they go. So are you willing to commit to the process no matter what it looks like and no matter how long it takes? Because that's the choice. And I remember having this conversation with Stephanie around money, um, Mm, I don't remember, a couple months ago, I think, we were walking the dogs, and I said, you know, there have been a lot of times with money where um, it's been, well, it would be really nice if money showed up, or, you know, it'd be great if this changed, where I just know, I just know nothing's gonna happen there, because there's, there's no choice, right? But the times that money has changed for me, and where I'm at right now, in that particular moment, was like, I don't care how long this takes to create and actualize a business like this. I don't, I don't care what I have to choose, how long I have to keep on, stay on the road, what, what's actually required of me. I don't care what it takes. Um, I know that what I'm creating is going to actualize. And that's required of you to have the life and the things that you're asking for. That willingness to really commit to you. And you're gonna know what that is for you. I, I don't know what that is for you. It's gonna look different in your world than it looks in my world. And, and when we talk about demand, that's what we're talking about. It's like, I'm demanding of myself and no matter what this takes, I'm, this is changing. You know, like no matter what, it, I have a, um, I have a, what looks like eczema on my foot right now, and I'd show you, but it's not pretty. And it keeps getting worse, and I've kept not 
I mean, I've been taking enough care of it that it's managing it, but like not changing it. And I look down today and I'm like, no, this is changing now. So I actually set an appointment with a dermatologist and I'm gonna go in and see them and whatever it takes, this is gonna change. Now I know that the thing on my foot is gonna change and show up different because I'm making a different choice. So, so there's this whole interplay of what are you asking for? What are you willing to be to have it? Be or do, be or do, be or do, be or do. It's ask and then action, ask and then action, ask and then action, ask and then action. And, and what can you begin to pull in? And an energy pull is this easy, but, but before you do an energy pull, it's really important to get the energy of what you're asking for. And some of the shit you've got on your list might have no energy to it. This is where you want to go in first and actually find the energies that you're looking at. Um, if you read a list that says more clients and more money, and even you're bored with your list, it has no energy to it. So you gotta look at what that energy is for you, what, what those energies are that you think that's gonna generate in your life, because those energies are actually what you're asking for. And when you tap into those, and you begin to pull those in, money's gonna show up. Like that, the universe supports you. So get a sense of all those energies, and then you're just simply gonna put them in front of you and pull all the energy of the universe through those energies through your body. Pull the energy of the universe through those energies through your body. And what that does is that involves the universe and what you're asking for. And then you literally flow energy out and let little trickles go out to every single person that's gonna to contribute to you. And it's really just a rinse, wash, repeat. Wake up in the morning, do it again. Um, wake up in the morning, do it again. Do it in the middle of the day, do it whenever you want. But, but that is generating and creating a reality beyond this reality with total ease. There's a question of what energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be to, um, to generate and create a reality beyond this reality with total ease. And when you're asking for that, your tools are different. When you are asking to generate a reality in this reality, then you have to look within this reality in, or, in how to create it. Well, I wanna be a doctor. So in this reality, to be a doctor, that means I have to go to four years of school and then I have to go to medical school and then I have to do a residency and then I have to do this and then I have to pay all my dues before I can be a doctor in this reality. But when you're generating and creating a reality beyond this reality, the possibilities that are available are so much greater and things can come to you with so much more ease. So how is it that you would like to generate and create your life, your living, um, a living, a what life worth living. What, is, what are the tools that you want to use? What would be more fun for you? Because it may be more fun to stay within this reality and look at all the contextual things and all the reference points that you have and everything in the past. That, that may be fun for you. It may be more fun for you to explore beyond this reality the possibilities that are actually available to you that you've never considered. And that's, that's the adventure of living. That's the adventure of living. And, and let me tell you, it's a fucking adventure. You get to wake up in the morning and go, I don't know who the hell I am. Who am I today? What great and glorious adventures can I have? That's no bullshit there. You actually don't know who you are. But that's the, that's, it's the exciting thing, right? Like, what would it take to just have $500,000 just in my accounts um, with total ease? What are the infinite possibilities of that? Universe, show me. What can I be or do different to actualize that? What can I contribute to that showing up? Um, what are the infinite possibilities for my business revenue just doubling and tripling with total ease? What can I contribute to that universe? What can you contribute to that? Uh, this becomes the undefined adventure of living. 
and it's just a totally different set of tools. It has nothing to do with manifesting, because manifesting is like how it shows up, and you can't control how it shows up, not really. But you can be in, be the energy of it, and you can pull it into your world, and you can be surprised when it shows up greater than you could possibly imagine. So if you'd like to join us, we're starting in one minute. There's links in the comments. If you're seeing this after, go ahead and register, and otherwise I will see you guys next week. If you got anything out of this, I'd be incredibly grateful if you'd share it, because without you guys, this stuff doesn't get out in the world. Bye.